Hi, and welcome to Literary Adventure. Today we are going to be reading the original Cinderella. Now, the original Cinderella, let's start off by saying it was not actually Cinderella and the Evil Stepsisters. It was just Cinderella. The reason they called her that, have you ever wondered why they call her that? Well, this should explain it. So let's just jump right in. One last thing before we get started. I have figured out I'm going to be doing podcasts like this every Monday. And they will be published at midnight. So you will be able to listen to them all of Tuesday. So let's jump in. Now, I'm just going to be reading. There's going to be no commentary. Now, okay. Once upon a time, the wife of a rich man fell sick. And as she knew her end was approaching, she called her only daughter to her bedside and said, Dear child, when I am gone, continue good and pious, and heaven will help you in every trouble, and I will be your guardian angel. Soon after this, the mother closed her eyes in death, and day after day the maiden went to her mother's grave and to weep. But she never forgot her last words, and continued, pious and gentle. For all around her, winter came and covered the grave with its dazzling tapestry of snow. But when bright sun of spring again warmed the earth, the husband had taken to himself another wife. This wife had been already married, and she brought with her two daughters, who were fair and beautiful. They were evil-minded and malicious. It soon became a very sad time for their poor stepsister, of whom they were very envious. And at last they pursued their mother to send her to the kitchen, is the stupid goose go- goose to sit in the parlor with us? They said. Those who eat ought to work. Send her to the kitchen with the kitchen maid. Then they took her away her nice clothes and gave her ugly old frock and wooden shoes. She was obliged. She was obliged to put on. Look at our fine princess now. See how she has dressed herself, they said, laughing and driving her into the kitchen. And there she was, obliged to remain doing hard work from morning till night. And she had to rise early to draw water, to the light, the fire, to cook and wash. Beside all of this, Besides all this, her stepsisters invented all sorts of ways to make her invented all more sorts of ways to make her unhappy. They would either treat her with scorn or else push her out of the way so roughly that sometimes fell among the pea shells and cabbage leaves that lay in the yard. At night, when she was tired with her work, she had no bed to lie on, and when 
the weather was cold, she would creep into the ashes on the warm hearth and get so black and smutty that they gave her the name Cinderella. Cinderella. It happened one day that the father going to the fair, and he asked his two stepdaughters what he wanted to bring back for them as a present. A beautiful dress, the eldest said, a pearl necklace, said her sister. And Cinderella asked the father, what will you have? Father, she replied, please bring me the first twig that strikes your hat on your way home. So the father brought for his stepsisters, for the stepsisters, a beautiful dress, a pearl necklace, and as he returned home, he rode through the shrubbery, where the green bushes clustered thickly around him, and a hazel twig stretched across his path and stuck his hat. Then he stopped, broke off a twig, and carried it home with him. As soon as he reached the house, he gave his stepdaughters the presents they had wished for, and to Cinderella the hazel twig from the hazel bush, and he, she thanked him even more than her sisters, and done for their beautiful presents, and went out immediately to her mother's grave, and where she planted the hazelnut twig and wept over it. So her mother's grave, so much that her tears fell and softened the earth. Three times every day she went to pray and weep at the grave, and on each visit, a little white bird would perch on the tree, and when she expressed a wish, after time, the king, whatever she wished for, came true. Now, after the time day, the country would have a grand ball, which was in, which, which was to, which was to continue for three days. All the beautiful ladies, young ladies in the land, were invited to this ball, so that the king's son might make a choice of a bride from among them. The two stepsisters, when they heard that they were invited, knew not how to contain their s themselves for joy. They called Cinderella in haste for, and said, Come and dress our hair, trim our shoes with gold buckles, for we are going to the ball at the king's palace. When Cinderella heard this, she began to cry, because she was very fond of dancing. And she went, wanted to go with her stepsister, so she went to her stepmother and begged to allow to accompany them. You, Cinderella, cried the stepmother, so covered in dirt and smut, you go to a ball besides. You have no dress nor dancing shoes. Cinderella, however, continued to beg for permission to go till her stepmother said at least. There, go away to the kitchen. I have just thrown a shovel of linseeds into the ashes. If you can bring me back these seeds, all the seeds out, and bring them to me, in two hours you shall go 
go with Maiden through the back door to the garden. So she went away, the maiden, through the back door to the garden and called out, Little tame pigeons, turtle doves, turtle doves too. If you don't help me, what shall I do? Come pick up these seeds for all of the birds in the sky. For if I cannot do it in time, if I try. They came flying at the kitchen window. Two pretty white doves, they're followed by all the birds in the air twittering in a storm, quickly picked up every seed from the ashes till the shovel was full. It was all finished in one hour, and then the birds spread their wings and flew away. Full of joy, the maiden carried the shovel of the seeds to her stepmother and said, and stepmother, believing that now she was sure she'd go to the ball, but her stepmother said, No, Cinderella, you have no dress, and you have not learned to dance. You will only be laughed at. Still she cried and begged so hard to be allowed to go to, to go allowed to go that her stepmother to keep her quiet threw two shovels of Lindsay's in the ashes this time and told her she could go if she picked up all these seeds out in two hours she can never do that in time thought the cruel woman as cinderella ran away to the kitchen but the maiden went again to the garden and called to the birds little tame pigeons turtle doves too if you don't help me, what shall I do? Come pick up these seeds, all to birds in the sky, for for I cannot do it in time if I try. Then birds came as before. Then less in, in less than an hour, every seed was picked up out of the lade and the shovel. As soon as they had flown away, Cinderella carried the shovel seeds to her stepmother quite expecting to go to the ball with her stepsisters but she said again it is no use to fret cinderella you have no dress and cannot dance you were to go to would be a disgrace to us all then she turned back on the poor girl hastened away from the two proud her two proud daughters to the ball there was no one at home now but Cinderella. So she went out to her mother's grave and stood under the hazelnut tree and cried, Shake, shake and silv- shiver, little tree, with gold and silver all over me. Then the bird in the tree threw down a beautiful silk dress embroidered with gold and silver, a new pair of glittering golden slippers. In great haste, she dressed in these beautiful clothes and went to the ball. And she entered the ballroom looking so beautiful in her rich slippers. Her stepmother and sisters did not know her. Indeed, they took her for a foreign princess. The idea that it could be Cinderella 
never entered their heads. They supposed she was safe at home picking linen seeds from the ashes. The king's son took great deal of notice to this unknown lady and danced with her several times till at last he would dance with no other all saying this is my partner so she danced all the evening until time to go home and the prince said he would accompany her for he wanted to discover where she lived but she avoided him with one bound sprang to the pigeon house but pigeon house the prince was quite astonished but waiting near all company the left the prince was quite astonished and waited till nearly all company had left and then told his father in about that the strange lady was in the pigeon house would it could it be cinderella thought the mother who would not leave till the last i must find out she advised the prince to send the four workmen to pull down the pigeon house and this was soon done by they found when stepmother they were soon done but reached home they found cinderella in her smutty dress lying lying in the ashes with teeny little lamp burning on the chimney piece the truth was cinderella had slipped out in the back of the pigeon house even more quickly than she had jumped in and had run to the hazel tree where she had hastened to take off her beautiful clothes and lay them down on the grave while she put on her kitchen clothes the birds came down and carried the ball dress away while cinderella went down to line the ashes ashes a short time after this the king gave another ball and went to her cinderella her parents stepsisters were invited as soon as they were gone cinderella went to the hazel tree and said shake and shiver little tree throw gold and silver all over me the birds threw down a far more elegant dress than the first when they entered the ballroom the rich apparel everyone was astonished for her great beauty the king's son who refused to dance till she came took her hand and led her to the seat during the whole evening he would dance with no one else and saying this is my partner again when it was time to go the prince wanted to accompany her and find out her home but she managed to avoid him and rushed out Years, she climbed like a squirrel between branches. The prince could not find her anywhere. His father came home and even adored the tree would be cut down, but no one could be found among the branches. The stepmother still had no fear that it might be Cinderella, but when they returned home, there was in their kitchen, dressed, lying down among the ashes, as usual. When they were looking for her, she had sprung down at 
the other side of the tree and taken away the ball dress, the third fiat took place to which the stepmother and her daughters were invited, and Cinderella went to her mother's grave and said to the tree, Shake and rustle, little tree, throw gold and silver all over me. Then the bird threw down the most magnificent dress, more glittering and elegant than ever, and the brightest pair of gliding slippers. When she appeared at the fiat in this dress, everyone was astonished. At her beauty, the prince danced only with her, and every other proposal replied, This is my partner. When the time came to leave the proposal, to leave, Cinderella wanted to go, and the prince wished to accompany her, but she darted away from him and vanished so quickly that he could not follow her. Now the king's son had recourse to strike him in the hope of discovering the home of the lovely princess. He had ordered the steps of the castle to be drewed with pitch so that Cinderella hurried away, her left her slipper stuck on the steps, and she was obliged to leave it behind. The prince, pl- pi- the prince himself picked it up. It was very small and elegant and covered with gold. The next morning he sent for one he sent one of his servants to him none other shall be my bride but the lady whom that slipper belongs and whose foot it shall fit when the stepsisters heard of this proclaim from the prince they were delighted they both had very small feet the messenger went with the slipper to the house to house and the young ladies, who had been present at the ball, tried to put it on, but it would fit none of them. And at last they came to the two sisters. The eldest tried it on first in the other room. And then the eldest tried it on first in another room. And the mother stood. She could have worn it. A great toe had not been so large. So her mother offered her a knife and told her, Cut it off. When you are queen, she said, you will not want to make your feet, to use your feet so much. Pain. Toe often forced the slippers spite the pain and led her to the prince. But the road they had passed, the grave Cinderella's mother, Hazel Tree, so tutored and she cried. That's it. That is not the right bride. The slipper is much too small. Blood is flowing inside. The shoe does not fit her at all. The messenger slimed and found the shoe full of blood. So he led her back, told the next sister to try. Also went into another room with her mother and found that she could not get the slipper over her heel. Cut it off, her mother said, offering the knife. When you, so she cut the slipper over the heel. 
you are queen, you will not have to use your feet so much. The maiden cut off a piece of her veil, fitting the slipper, and spiked the pain. In the winter, the prince also had passed the grave. Cinderella's mother reached two doves and sat and cried, Go back, go back, there is blood in the shoe. The shoe is too small, that bride will not do. So the messenger exclaimed, exclaimed the shoe and found that the white stocking ruined with red blood. He took the false bride back to the house, and this time the king's son went with him. Hast thou no other daughter? asked the prince of Cinderella's father. None, she said, except the child of my first wife is Cinderella. She, except child of my first wife, little Cinderella, she could not possibly be your bride. Send for her, said the prince. But the stepmother answered, no, I dare not let you see her. She is much too dirty. But the prince insisted that Cinderella should be sent for. So at last they called after for her. After washing her hands and face, they made appearance. Selfoot took a heavy wooden shoe from her left foot and slipped in the golden slipper. It fit her exactly. Then, as she lifted her head and looked at the king, looked, she, exactly, then she lifted her head and looked at the king and recognized the beautiful maiden who had danced with him in the ball and exclaimed that the, it was the right bride. The stepmother and two daughters were dreaded for rage when they heard this and turned white with anger. But the, pink, but the prince discarded their anger, taking Cinderella on his horse and rode away with her. As they passed the hazel tree on the grass, the two doves cried, Fair maiden! And true, no blood in her shoe. She is the bride, the prince by her side. As they rode, the doves came and perched on Cinderella's shoulder, one on right, one on the left. They managed to. Marriage day, they came two stepsisters wishing to share Cinderella's fortune, courtship to be, to be present. As the bridal day walked to the church and placed themselves on the right and the other one on the left the bride for the way the doves picked out the out eye from each of them they returned and changed places and the doves picked out another eye of each so they were the wickedness of falsehood both punished to blindness throughout their lives that was our listening of that was the book of the original cinderella if you want to hear us next week, we will discuss not the whole book that was our just this week, but we will discuss the parts that are different of Little Red Riding Hood. Thank you for going on this literary adventure to m with me, and I will see you next week where we talk about Little Red Riding Hood.